gentlemen we are back welcome to another episode of that one movie podcast also known as Tomp, the weekly show in which we discuss movies games and tv shows in addition to kind of whatever but mainly we just shout nonsense into our microphones i'm your host jimmy youthy joined by my co-host holden sutter live from sioux falls it's saturday afternoon live <laughs> and we've it's got not live. we've got a great show for you today Featuring our review of the Lego Movie 2, the second part. Hold on, let's do it. That right away? No. That one movie podcast. Okay, so before we get started today, we just want to thank everyone who listened to our first episode. At least I do. Do you want to help? Yeah, we heard feedback and we're trying to fix it yep (laughs) uh so thank you for listening to that if you did if you didn't go go listen to it like don't but don't maybe why are you listening to the second one without (laughs) listening to the first one go back to the first one uh to those of you who provided us feedback we greatly appreciate it and we're actively seeking to make this the most entertaining the most entertaining podcast of all time so we're rising the ranks. We're rising. We're we're in the top ten already. Yeah. Uh, so with that, we're gonna do some changes here. Just to let you know, we're gonna make the podcast a lot shorter. It's gonna be around more of an hour than two hours. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the news segment that we did in the first episode will now be incorporated into Tom's to give it a more entertaining feel and a little bit faster pace. Yeah. So and uh, three, we're just gonna have a lot of fun. At least maybe, hopefully. I'm not. Holden's not. I don't want to be here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here against my will. (laughs) Please help me. (laughs) All right. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's The Toms. The Toms. The Toms. The Toms. The Toms. So if you don't know, folks, Tom's is a rapid-fire game in which we rate news from this week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three famous Toms, Broca, Bombadil, and Bergeron. Broca is the highest rating, Bombadil is the lowest, for obvious reasons, and Bergeron is somewhere in between. Let's get started. Hold on. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Leonardo DiCaprio and Martin Scorsese are set to produce a Hulu series based on Eric Larson's best-selling book, The Devil in the White City, about the 1893 World's Fair in Chicago. Do you know anything about this, Holden? You have explained it to me in quite in depth previously, <laughs> like the book, but this was before it was announced to be a series. Um, I have the book. I haven't really gotten around to reading it yet, but that's a good couple of producers so that's a brokaw sure okay so i personally i'm a little torn about this news i'm for one very excited about i i'm just glad this is being made so a, a little bit of backstory on on the story so the book was written in 2003 and this the devil in the white city might be my favorite book ever Ooh. I, I really love this book Hot take a little uh synopsis of it uh it is so the story is about the 1893 world's fair uh, which is this really pivotal event and momentous event in history that doesn't really get talked a lot, talked about a lot. And the way Larson tells it is through two characters, uh, the architect of the fair, David Burnham, I believe is Daniel Burnham, I think is his name, something like that. Burnham is his last name. And he contrasts it with another story of H.H. H. Holmes, the famous serial killer, and it's how their two stories kind of parallel each other and also intersect during this World's Fair. It's super interesting. Uh, at least the H.H. H. Holmes stuff is, I think, anybody can get into that. And the way Larson writes it is just very fascinating. And I love it. I would highly recommend the book. You should all read it. Nice. So where I'm going with this is that so the book was published in 2003. Leonardo DiCaprio bought the rights to make an adaptation to it in 2010. And originally, he was supposed to star in the movie, presumably as the serial killer H.H. Holmes, who is a very suave, very womanizing man. Definitely look him up. He's really interesting. Um, And Martin Scorsese was supposed to direct this movie. And it kind of just 
and and then that's where the news stopped and it it was like well are they going to make this movie are they not going to make this movie so this news i'm going to give it a brokaw because i'm very excited that something is being made i am however disappointed that it will not be uh leonardo dicaprio in the role of hh holmes but so i'm going to give it a brokaw check out the book it's really cool or at least check out the world's fair it's really interesting um so ready to move on yeah did you give that a broke off i gave it yeah. a broke off yeah it's a broke i don't know as much so <laughs> well give it a broke out people uh some more Scar- martin scorsese news the entire first half of his upcoming netflix original film the irishman will feature de-aged versions of the cast including robert de niro robert de niro al pacino and joe pesci who are all in their 70s hold on what do you think of this uh, sure uh Bergeron, i don't know i don't really care yeah, i'm not <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a strong opinion i mean I, i'll i want to see the movie but yeah it's really scorsese so i want to see it but we'll see you know we'll see how it works who DH cares and, if it's good who cares yeah well hopefully if it's distracting that's bad i'm gonna give this a Bergeron as well all right uh also coming out on netflix so do you think this will have uh, a chance at the academy awards just based on the success uh, of Roma and Martin Scorsese as the I, director? I mean, if it's good enough, yeah. All right. I think so. There you go. Hot take. It's going to win Best Picture. <laughs> Quote Holden Sutter. You heard it here first. All right. Holden, this next story I know will intrigue you. Marvel has announced Howard the Duck, uh, a Howard the Duck animated series in addition to more shows for Hulu. What are your thoughts? Well, I... And actually, I'm the most excited about a different <laughs> one, which is Modoc. Oh, Modoc! The yeah. Modoc animated series. Which, for those of you who don't know who Modoc is, he's just a giant face in a chair. <laughs> he's like he's this giant floating head that sits in a chair, essentially, and it's it's quite something else. I'm I don't know. It sounds it sounds really interesting, but I don't really like know. We don't know much about it, like any of these. So I'm gonna I, give this. I, yeah. I think I'm going to be nice and give this a Bergeron. I'm close to giving this a Bombadil because I just don't care. <laughs> I'm probably not going to watch any of these. I'm probably giving it a Brokaw because wow. I, <laughs> I know I'm going to watch it. Holden, I think your perfect state would be just being a face in a chair. Oh, yeah. I pretty much Is am. <laughs> I feel like I'm just sinking into this chair right now anyway. <laughs> I've been sitting here a while. Jimmy won't let me leave. <laughs> All right, changing the subject, uh, some gaming news. Apex Legends, you hear about this new phenomenon? It uh, reached 25 million players by the end of its first week in existence. To be hip with the kids out there, it's better than Fortnite. Yeah. Well, have you even played it? I've never played any Battle Royale game. <laughs> My first one is going to be the new Tetris Battle Royale that just came out. Is there a Tetris Battle Royale? <laughs> yeah. What am came I? Out, wow. Came out on Switch. It's called Tetris 99. And it's online? Yeah, it's online, How? and it's basically a Battle Royale game. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing. So I'll have to check it out. Tetris Tetris 99 gets a Brokaw from me. Uh, Apex. Apex Legends gets a Bergeron because it looks better than Fortnite, but I still don't care. See, I agree. I, I give it a Bergeron as well. I tried like two or three rounds of Fortnite. I'm pretty garbage at it. I just hide, and then I get found, and then I'm dead. And I'm like, wow, I got 40-ish place. One time I got like 24th or something, but mm. that's because nobody found me until later. I tried, for the sake of this story, I tried downloading Apex Legends and just trying it out, and I got stuck in like a matchmaking loop. It wouldn't find a thing for me, so I looked it up, and they're just like, well, this has happened to some people. There's nothing really you can do about it. So Respawn Entertainment, it. we're calling you out. <laughs> fix your, fix, fix your, your problems. We give you a 0 out of 10. Better than Fortnite. <laughs> Boom roasted. All right. Let's move on, huh, Holden? Keep yep. up the pace. Yes. Uh, we've talked about this a little bit. Oh, my, oh. All right. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, we've talked about this a little bit. The cast of Denny Villeneuve's Dune is adding some more big players. Oh, uh, yes. Most recently, the rumor is Jason Momoa, a.k.a. Aquaman and Khal Drago, for your Game of Thrones fans out there. In addition, in addition to Thanos himself, Josh Brolin. What do you think about this? I'm... Yeah, it just keeps sounding better and better. I mean, I 
yeah, I, just the more they keep adding to the cast. I like I, Josh Brolin's great, and I think it's Jason Momoa is Jason per- Momoa a good actor. I, he's he's entertaining. Okay, I'm gonna give Momoa Bergeron, and I'm gonna give Josh, Bro- Josh Brolin a Broca, and I'm gonna give the movie a Broca because Denis Villeneuve's one of our favorite directors out there. I think I agree. Did you hear that they announced it's gonna be released in November of next year? November of next yeah, year. Yeah, that's news there today. News today. I'm up. I'm up on you. Wow. I. I yep. Figured it out before you did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the Pirates of the Caribbean reboot, which apparently they're making Pirates of the Caribbean reboot, loses its writers, who are the same people who wrote the first Deadpool. What do you think, Golden? Well, <laughs> I don't. I. I don't know how to rate this. A. I a. <laughs> a. They're making a Pirates of the yeah, I Caribbean don't know, reboot. I don't know how to rate this because if I say if I say it's a bombadil, then it makes it sound like I'm sad that the writers are leaving. But I really just don't want this movie to happen. So yeah. why I do you? It's like I guess I'll just give it a bombadil. I'm giving this a bombadil. It's just bad on two fronts because a they're gonna reboot it, and b they have lost their only hope of it maybe being funny. And Johnny Depp <laughs> wouldn't be in it. Yeah. What is the point? I don't, just, I don't know. Just stop. Go home, <laughs> Disney, Disney. make new movies. All right, Holden. You're about these Academy Awards. Yeah. Some people call them the Oscars. Uh, well, do you hear about their decision to present some of the Oscars during commercial breaks? The uh, awards for Best Cinematography, Best Film Editing, Best Live Action Short, and Best Hair and Makeup are all to be presented during commercial breaks edited down and then showed later in the broadcast apparently that is the story uh this has received a lot of backlash from some big players in hollywood including scorsese tarantino roger deakins uh among uh, others spike lee damien chazelle seth rogan patty jenkins spike jones and some other people well i think like mo- okay, aside from like cinematography, most of these awards haven't been like broadcast as far as I know before because I've watched the Academy Awards and I never see them give out film editing. I always see like the recipients after the fact. Hmm. So I'm like, I've I've always I don't I don't know maybe someone out there knows. I mean, almost certainly someone out there knows more than I do about that. But like, uh, cinematography is the only one that I've really like seen before. Um, and I don't know. That's that's the only one I really care about. The other ones, it's kind of. Like, I mean, they're good awards, but if they don't show them, it's whatever. I think this is stupid because uh, apparently this is supposed to save the Academy a whole six minutes, and because <laughs> they're just editing out, I guess uh, the the winners walking to and from the stage, oh, which that is, is stupid. And if you're gonna, if it's just gonna save you six minutes, just leave it in yeah. there. And the Academy is just a mess this year because they did that popular, uh, the best achievement in off or outstanding achievement in popular film category that they announced, and then re- took it back like two weeks later. They're not doing that, and then they had a host, and now they no longer have a host. So I think the Academy is just it's a big a mess. mess. I'm this really year. excited to see them just mess up another Best Picture category, like, just to <laughs> who's gonna cherry win, on who's top. Who's going to win Best Picture? Call it right now. Uh, Black Panther. Black Panther. <laughs> it's going to be Year. Black Panther. <laughs> I hope not. It's going to be Roma. Roma's going to win. It good for good for Alfonso Cuarón. All right, Holden, you like Star Wars movies? They're okay. You like. <laughs> you like Star Wars Episode Eight, the last Star Wars movie? Look, it's a good movie. Everyone out there who doesn't like it, shut up. <laughs> well, Ryan Johnson confirmed on Twitter that he is still developing his Star Wars trilogy because there were rumors that he wasn't, and he's like, nah, man, no, nah, I'm still doing it. So he confirmed that on Twitter. What, is, what does that get from you? That gets a Broca. Yeah. Do we wow. rate the last one? I don't think we did. That's a bombadil, obviously. The Academy. Yeah, that's a bombadil. All the right. Academy is one big bombadil dildo. <laughs> Beckins. Nice job. You heard it here. The uh yeah, Ryan I mean, I'm excited to see what Ryan Johnson can do when he has like his own series to work with. I agree. His own his own trilogy or whatever. Yeah. Alright. Well I have some more Star Wars news for you, Holden. Oh no. <laughs> 
<laughs> the Star Wars series being developed by D&D, also known as David Benioff. Damn, and Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> the movie is developed by Dungeons and Dragons, the screenwriters and producers <laughs> of Game of Thrones. <laughs> that series will be a trilogy, okay. apparently. This is good so news. we are getting two new trilogies. Two new trilogies, supposedly. Cool. I think call. it's cool. I'm giving that a Tom Broca as well. David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, for yeah. those who are curious. Uh, more Star Wars news oh, for you no. This is hot <laughs> off the press as of yesterday of when we were film, filming this uh, or recording this. Uh, filming has wrapped on Star Wars Episode Nine. J.J. Abrams confirmed it, posted a, a touching picture of Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, and Oscar Isaac all hugging and crying on the set. Oh. What do you think, Coleman? Good about time it's, it's about time. <laughs> probably should because it's coming out in december we don't even have a title hot take what's gonna be the title of star wars episode nine star wars there's force in all of us <laughs> i don't know <laughs> star wars the force is finally here the, the force goes back to sleep <laughs> force the force sleeps yes all right sounds good that's the title confirmed yeah News exclusive. All right, that's, that's about, enough. That's, that's enough. That one movie podcast exclusive. Another one. Yeah. Wow. We're All just right. rolling in the news. What's on, What's next? More Star Wars news. Just kidding. No more Star Wars news. Good. Even better, maybe worse news. Forbes reported that Margot Robbie and Jared Leto are not expected to return for James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. I'm sure, that's it's a Brokaw. It's a Brokaw, even for Margot Robbie. I. C- I mean, Mar- I don't know. It's not like I was... In, I, I loved Margot Robbie and Suicide Squad. I feel like... I could People just, did, Holden. I know. like, Margot Robbie is the best... Margot <laughs> Robbie is the best part of, of the movie. Yeah, yeah. That's what Dobby said. That's what Dobby... That's that's Dobby said that <laughs> when he was in an interview talking about the Suicide Squad. <clears throat> now, um, I think... I, I don't know. Margot Robbie, she did fine. She could... There was potential for her to be better if the script was better, but <coughs> she, I don't know. It just wasn't standout enough for me to be all gaga over it. I'm going to give this a Bergeron. I, I think I'm a little sad to see Margot Robbie go as Harley Quinn, uh, but I'm not sad to see Jared Leto go as yeah, the Joker. Obviously. Uh, moving on. Here we go. Speaking of Fortnite. Fortnite. Nerf has revealed Fortnite-branded super soakers. you going to be picking one of these up, Holden? Hell yeah! <laughs> of course I am. Fortnite's my favorite. I freaking love Fortnite. That's all I got. That's all you got? No. So- it's, it's dumb. <laughs> Why is this in the news we're talking about? <laughs> because I, I felt like we needed more bombadils. Yeah, so that's a bombadil. That's a big fat bombadil. Uh, here we go. Holden. Benedict Cumberbatch has been cast as Satan for an Amazon original series. Do you think Benedict Cumberbatch will make a good Satan? He kind of already is. No. There, there <laughs> no, I like Benedict Cumberbatch. He no, can't I, say the word penguin. 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 He says it penguin. Yeah. Look um, it up on the internet. Benedict yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch penguin. Yeah. It's worth a YouTube search. Um, I... I don't know. That's kind of exciting, I guess. The whole series, it's got a good cast so far, mostly because I like David Tennant and David Tennant's okay. in it. Uh, but I don't know anything about it, really. So I'll, I'll, I'll give it a Brokaw. Why not? I'll give it a Bergeron because good for Benedict Cumberbatch. Probably not going to watch it. <laughs> Too many good shows out there. That's true. All right. Last two stories, Holden. Our penultimate story is that a Star Trek animated kids show is coming to Nickelodeon. Do you think uh, we'll have some kid Trekkies on Nickelodeon in the future? Yeah, probably. I'd, that's fine. I, I, that, I, I'll give that a Bergeron. I don't I'm really have an opinion. Run. Yeah, I, I'm we'll not see. like I'm not a big enough Star Trek fan to really be like hyped for it or angry with it or whatever people are feeling on the internet. But um, <laughs> yeah, sure, kids can enjoy Star Trek. Why not? All right. So, final story for the Toms this week. Okay. Jason Blum wants to make 10 more Halloween movies. <laughs> what? Is that real? <laughs> that is real. He's quoted <laughs> as saying, they don't, apparently they don't quite have the rights yet to make a sequel to the 2018 Halloween movie they just made. 
So, but he's like, we don't have the rights yet, but I want to make more. I want to make ten more Halloween movies. Oh man, there's only so much you can do with a guy in a mask <laughs> walking around with a knife. <laughs> They've already made ten, right? <laughs> yeah. That's ten more. Oh my god! They're catching. He's catching up on James Bond. We need a we need a James Bond Halloween crossover. You know what? I let's <laughs> get let's get some Bombadil. Okay. Shut up, Jason Blum. <laughs> You're so hit or miss. You just literally just, fund I'm every just horror movie. I'm imagining Sean Connery, James Bond going against Michael Myers. Michael Myers, <laughs> we meet again. <laughs> no, I. That's so. No, I'm not okay with it. You don't think Mike Myers could be a good Bond villain? He could. He could. He just doesn't talk. I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he could break Uh, Daniel Craig's skin. uh, uh, Daniel Craig just looks like his skin is unbreakable. Unbreakable? Yeah. (laughs) We're not talking about glass here. We're not talking about an M. Night Shyamalan movie. All right. That's enough for the Toms this week. Do you agree? I agree. The Let's Toms are done. But Holden, guess what? What? It's 2019. It's a great time to be alive, maybe. I've got a story for you that might suggest that it's not a great time to be alive, Holden. Wow, what a time to be alive. Moon uh. <laughs> pay. What a time to be alive. All right, so you're about this place called Canada. Yeah. Canada, people are generally pretty nice in Canada, right? Yeah. Well, maybe maybe some Canadians are crazy because <laughs> uh, a couple of Canadians were being sued uh, over or being put on trial to lose child custody uh, because they of domestic violence issues. Mm-hmm. And these people are probably insane because... Okay. Uh, they are incredibly religious, which is something that it not is not inherently wrong. But uh, their lawyer that they hired was a stuffed lion, <laughs> stuffed animal <laughs> lions, <laughs> which apparently which apparently was supposed to communicate to the judge the words of Jesus Christ. And in order to communicate with the lion, they were speaking in tongues to it during their court. <laughs> trial hearing. Oh, what the? <laughs> f- <laughs> so, uh, okay. Justin Trudeau is the president over there. He seems all right, but there are some crazy Canadians. You heard it here first. That's whack. They what obviously the lost <laughs> custody of their child because these people are insane. Well, you know what? Losing child custody for them—that's a brokaw. <laughs> <laughs> that is a problem. That's a bro- this, I know we're done with this, the Toms, but I'm. It's sad it. because the the kid had to deal with all this. Yeah. So and domestic violence and the judge was quoted as saying the religious beliefs were not the the major reason why it was more domestic issues of. Just look this up. It's really a a terrible thing that happened. But these people are obviously insane, and uh, the stuffed lion didn't win the case. But um, you know. There's still hope for his, his career in law. They're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> they sure are. <laughs> All right. Well, what a time to be alive. What a time. What a time. Hey, you ready for uh, a review of the Lego movie, or are we going into our random segment? What I figured we were going to do random segment first. All right. First. Let's do random segment All right. first. Okay. So we're introducing a new random segment where every week one of us is going to provide a new random segment for the others to deal with <laughs> and it's they're gonna be just wacky it doesn't even i don't know how to explain it all right so this welcome to the segment where i provide a list of celebrities to you and i'm also going to say and i'm going to ask you which one looks best in a certain type of hat <laughs> which one would look better in I a certain can, type gotta, of hat? I gotta have Google ready so I can look these people. I doubt they're hats. gonna have pictures of them in the hats. I just need your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go. Our <laughs> our list of celebrities: Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, John Cena, John Cena, Scarlett Johansson, and Richard Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> in my hat, so I have to pair them up. This is not a one on. No, okay. no, I'm go- I'm going to also provide you with hats and when i say the hat you're gonna have to give me a gut answer and it's tom cruise 
Scarlett Johansson, John Cena, and Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon. I'm right, gonna I'm gonna it. give you a type of hat, and you're gonna have to tell me which one you think will look best in that hat. <laughs> All right. All right. So how about my hat that I'm wearing right now? Your hat that you're wearing. A toque right for those of you a who, who okay. know. Uh, well, I think that looks good all by itself. So I'm going to say John Cena because if it's on John Cena, then it just looks like a floating hat because nobody can see John Cena. Nobody apparently. can see John Cena. Look at that. We're appealing to the millennials <laughs> or Gen <laughs> Z or whatever. Hold you on. guys like memes out there? Well, we're all about memes. And John John Cena's bald, right? Yeah. He, yeah. Wait. His, maybe. maybe. No. I think He'd he just. Good I think he hat. shaves his head. All right. I don't know. All right. Next one. A sombrero. A sombrero. Uh, well, I'm going to go with Richard Nixon and okay. a sombrero. I think that just suits his personality. Very nice. I see, <laughs> the Washington Post. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you mean. He's, 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 what he's trying to do is he's trying to appeal to the Hispanic vote. For those of you, uh, if any of you can find a picture of Richard Nixon in a sombrero <laughs> or out there. Or Photoshop it. Send it our way. Send, tweet it at us at Tom, at Tom Podcast on Twitter. Yeah. We'll put it on our Facebook page. That'll be fun. The links will be in the description. Yeah. All right. So we have Tom <laughs> um, Cruise and Scarlett Johansson yeah. left. All right. Um, okay. So how about like a, like a bowler cap? A bowler cap. Yeah. I'm just going to, for reference, look up. Okay. So we got that. Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Richard Nixon again. And this okay. is, it's going to be upside down on top of his sombrero. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> if someone can find a picture out there of Richard Nixon with a sombrero and a bowler cap on top of the sombrero, send upside it our down. way. Upside, upside down, down on top of the sombrero, send it our way. Send it our way. <laughs> That'd be quite a gem. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, next one, let's do a fedora. A fedora? Yeah. Also on Richard Nixon. Okay. But it's on his hand. It's on his right hand. <laughs> it's covering up his hand. Richard Nixon likes a lot of hats. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go baseball cap. Baseball cap. That's going on Tom Cruise. He's trying to maintain cover. Yeah. But I he's wearing it backwards because he's, he's in a midlife crisis. He's young and he's cool. And it, and it has some sort of Scientology effect that gives him extra superpowers. Okay. Okay. Um, man, I ran of ran out of hats. I'm 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 gonna think of one real quick. Okay, you can edit this out. It's all staying in. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about like a like a beret? A beret? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, Scarlett Johansson because I haven't said her name yet. All right, and. We're very politically correct here. Yeah. On that one movie podcast. So we're gonna include everyone. We're gonna include everyone, even the woman. Even though I even though I said three men and a woman <laughs> and they're all white. <laughs> <laughs> very inclusive. <laughs> so yep. There we go. There we go. That's that our se- our random segment of the week. Do you have any thoughts on that? Which no, hat should go on uh, who? No, I like your answers. Yeah? Yeah. Richard Nixon likes his hats. He does. It's proven. All right. Without, without further ado, let's get into our review of The Lego Movie 2, the second part. So, Holden. Oh, for those of you who don't know, which is everyone because we haven't said it yet, we're going to do a spoiler section and we'll let you know when the spoiler section is. Okay, yeah. So, the way this is going to work is that we are going to do non-spoiler reviews and spoiler reviews. Like mm-hmm. Holden said, the non-spoiler review will be available in our podcast and in video format on YouTube. However, the spoiler review as of right now will be a podcast exclusive. So listen to that. So listen to the podcast, which you're probably already doing. Yeah. Good for you. Unless you're watching the video, then listen, listen to, to the our podcast, podcast. As Link well. in the description. <laughs> All right. So Holden, first off, what'd you think of the Lego movie too? I quite liked it. Yes. Yeah. I, I was surprised. I was too. I really, really liked this movie. I did not think I was going to like this movie i thought it was gonna be fine mm-hmm. and i i thought uh wow this is the first movie we're we're uh reviewing on this podcast or kind of start with a whimper but i couldn't be more wrong this movie was excellent i thought it was probably the best lego movie that we've had so oh, far oh, wow. i'm gonna say that i'm not sure i agree with that but okay we'll, we'll get to that okay we'll get to that let, let, before we get too far into the movie 
we, we went to see this at 10:50 a.m. on a Saturday morning. Yes. And I think in a kids movie. And I made the mistake of thinking, boy, there's n- no one's going to be at this movie. And I could not have been more wrong. Uh, yeah, I've had experience going to morning movies, and that's my prime time to take your kids. So there were, <laughs> needless to say, there were a lot of kids in this theater. There were a lot. And uh, <laughs> while we were watching this movie, there was one kid, at, or more than one kid. Yeah, there were actually two. I thought it was the same kid, <laughs> but it was two different kids. There were two different kids just running around the theater. And at least one of them had, like, the light-up sneakers. <laughs> he was just running across the front, like, <laughs> screaming. <laughs> his arm. <laughs> and the parents were just kind of letting it kind of happen and then being like, all right, well, come back to your seat. And then it'd be two minutes, and then the kid would be up running around again, giggling. It, <laughs> it only happened a few times, and, like, it it took away from the movie a little bit, but, like, it was pretty funny. It, I would have been more annoyed if it was the entire movie. Yeah. But, like, it was pretty funny I think when it the happened. fact that the Lego movie's lighter to begin with, and they mainly did it when it was, like, during the louder parts. Yeah. It was... <laughs> it was. There were some points when we were just laughing at these kids alone because <laughs> they were just running around flailing their arms. Their parents just kind of were like, "Yeah, whatever." Yeah, with their exactly. light up sneakers <laughs> that were very distracting. All right, back into the movie. What What did you like about this movie, Holden? Without getting into spoilers, uh, I think it's very. I, I think the most obvious thing it's it's visually beautiful. It is. The it, Lego Movie has great aesthetic, yeah. great style. It's. I mean, it's it's beautiful just like the other ones. Um, it's. It, it's amazing how like the Lego characters move in like a, a, in a realistic way for the world, um, and the like just the fact I I was like admiring like the detail of like the plastic on the mm-hmm. characters like because you could just like tell like the hair which is normally like a rougher piece of Lego you could tell it was like yeah. rougher just by looking at it and like the, as opposed to the uh, smooth face of the characters or whatever. Um, yeah, and everything's made out of Lego. All of the particle effects mm-hmm. f- are made out of Lego. The only things that aren't are like the glitter fountains, but yeah. that, that's still like glitter, so it's like a craft crafting type thing. I mm-hmm. thought it was just like amazing. I'm always impressed by like how they the lighting in these movies, they, the way they take use the re- refractions off the plastic to really give this fun, colorful, yet also mm-hmm. very cinematic style to the movie yeah and the way they kind of do that stop motion-esque frame rate i just i think the lego movies are so polished in their visual style that i think everybody can agree upon that yeah um so maybe do we want to give a little uh intro to what the story is about maybe summarize it a little bit yeah um so this is just kind of based off of what was shown in the trailers and um based off the last movie um, the movie takes place, I wasn't expecting this, it takes place like immediately after the first movie, or it starts out like immediately after the first movie went, where that ends. So if you don't remember at the end of the first movie, after they like defeat Lord Business and whatever, then like the, uh, like these monsters that are made out of Duplos show up. Yeah, um, I forgot that that's how the first movie ended. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it, it starts out right there and it's, it it just kind of shows the world slowly deteriorate into an, an apocalypse world, yeah. uh, remi- very reminiscent of Mad Max. Very reminiscent of Mad Max. Um, in this. And so it's it. The characters are living there, and then they get a visitor from uh, some outer world, and they come here, and they are maybe evil maybe are not and they they no they destroy everything they destroy everything so it's it's you things know, are pretty grim things are pretty grim in uh apocalypseburg as it comes to be known yeah at, instead of bricksburg i believe is the name in the first one yeah uh so with that in mind holden what do you, what do you think the strengths of this movie are we already talked about the visual style yeah. Uh, what else goes along with that? I think that the writing is mm-hmm. really, really good. Um, I, I was, I think it was, I think it was definitely funnier than the first movie. Okay. Um, and I think I think that's one aspect where it has a leg up on the first one. A um, Lego up. A Lego on up. The first one. The first of many Lego puns, maybe, unless it's the only one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I thought it was. I thought 
some of the jokes were, I mean, they were very, some of them were witty. Like they were, uh, Jimmy pointed out to me earlier that some of the jokes are like only only people like us would understand. Yeah, only like older people would understand. So we were I guess. in uh, the movie theater with a lot of kids, and I thought the funniest parts of the movies, uh, the movie were, were references to other movies that adults or older kids would have seen, and then just more clever witty remarks. Mm-hmm. And we were the ones laughing hardest at those, while yeah. a bunch of kids were just kind of sitting there we'll get into the specific of those in the spoiler part of the review but a lot of great references in this movie and they i think they work really well mm -hmm. they're not just like you know i didn't see ready player one but i i heard they're just kind of just shoehorned in there yeah the references in this movie are for one hilarious yeah (laughs) really funny really aware of part of their target audience lord and miller i think they know that a lot of people like us are going to see this movie Mm -hmm. the older but um still like really into other movies and other pop culture right now yeah so just like and not even just the references there were just a lot of jokes within the movie that were pretty funny there were some like callbacks to the first movie that were pretty good there were i don't know just some of the creative just random things they made Mm -hmm. um Oh, well, one of the things that it, it's shown in the first in the original trailer, but I, I still thought was funny during the movie was like the sewer babies. <laughs> I sewer. Thought, I thought that's just like really funny. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's just like the bizarre and also referential humor was so good. I agree. Um, I thought just overall the writing was excellent. Like mm-hmm. you said, I think thematically this movie works really well and. I thought I kind of I mean like when from the beginning you can kind of see oh I kind of see where this story is going mm-hmm. uh in that regard and what their message is going to be but I thought they did it in such a way that was both entertaining and it I just really worked well for me I didn't feel like it was forced at all in the movie mm-hmm. this message um I, th- I thought they just wove it into the storyline in such creative ways that were so funny and compelling that I just, I really dug this movie a lot. Oh, yeah. More so than the sure. first one, I would say. Okay. Although I do like the first one. I don't mm. love the first one. I really like it. This new one, I might love. I think it was okay. really good. Yeah. Uh, any other strengths that come to mind? Um, hmm. I think all of the voice acting was really good. Uh, I think Chris Pratt gets a pretty, I mean, he gets a pretty good chance to do various things. He voices a second character in the, uh, in the movie. That's not a spoiler. Cause no. that, that was in, a, in the trailer, but he voices a second character in the movie. Um, and his, his voice work on that character is, is really funny. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he sells them as two separate characters as yeah. well. They each have their own distinct personality. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Will Arnett as Lego Batman is just great. His delivery oh, yeah. is so good. His voice, uh, and I think Lord Miller just know how to write Batman so well and yeah. poke fun at him <laughs> and his ego. That that character so works so well in the Lego cinematic universe. And I like I I loved like the Duplo. The, du- the Duplo voices were really funny. So, like, all the Duplo characters in this movie are basically just sound like little toddlers. Yeah. And it, it works really well because they're also, like, extremely violent. So <laughs> it works I works well in that regard. Any other any other strengths that you can think of? Um, No. Not that I can really think of. From um, the music was pretty good. I thought the, yeah, the score was surprisingly, like, great i yeah. thought i thought it 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 stood out to me in a in a good sense mm-hmm. i noticed i was like wow this i'm this actually sounds really good in kind of john williams asking parts I, yeah oh yeah there were a few parts where i was like this sounds like star wars yeah, almost. it really <laughs> did sound like john williams just came into the recording studio and just did a few like there's not a ton of that music but mm. just some of that uh what did you think of the kind of the the more musical singing songs. I liked songs. the Queen's songs yeah. a lot. I think I, she, I think her songs were my favorite. I would I would say so too. The Queen character she's also in a, one of the trailers this this uh character 
on queen, one of the other planets. Uh, queen, whatever wannabe, whatever wannabe, something like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I thought her. She had two music numbers. I thought those were both very good. Yeah. I thought her character was really interesting and mm-hmm. unique, and I thought just everywhere they went with this movie, I, I thought, okay, here's the part where the movie's gonna start slowing down. Here's the part when the movie's gonna start slowing down. It just never came for me yeah. anyway i i didn't there was no really slow points in the movie yeah and uh i didn't think there was a big dip in quality over the movie i was like oh the first act was really good let's see if they can keep it up and they they did i was and like i was really worried because like the intro like to the first act was like really funny and i was worried it wasn't going to be as funny yeah, for the, the rest movie of the movie starts out really <laughs> well i think and like the tone is like spot on for me i thought it i i thought that's one thing i would say the tone was pretty good for this movie yeah in, in my opinion i thought it really worked um for me i don't know for you the emotional impacts actually paid off for me it's pretty good i don't think it's a that's like one of the reasons why i don't think it's as good as the first movie i don't think the emotional core and themes are as good as the first one so yeah one first thing one. about this movie is that there is more elements of the real life world than there than there are in the first movie and i could see that being a little polarizing for people because we should go into that in spoilers. yeah we'll go into that in spoilers but um because it it may or may not take you out of the movie when they mm-hmm. do stuff uh any big negatives you can think about that hold this movie back for you uh yeah there's not really any uh there's not really any negatives I guess I guess it's uh, like every because I don't like it quite as much as the first movie but I think most of that is just like it's all good but just like a couple things aren't quite as good for me like I think the I think the writing is better but I think the um, emotional core of it and maybe even the plot just itself isn't as good as the first movie okay um, but everything else is like like the animation's still amazing and the um, voice acting's great and the uh, I don't know yeah it's all it's all very good all right should we get into some spoilers yes or we should give it a rating first right yeah maybe yeah um go into our exclusive rating system exclusive never before used rating system i think i'm gonna give this one uh practically pandas out of 10 i think it's pandas are amazing this movie is almost as amazing as pandas that's a very high rating it's pretty equivalent to a great think of it as more like a like a nine out of ten i'd say I yeah. think this movie was excellent way better than i thought it was going to be i really enjoyed it i think you should see it i think it's a good movie for all ages unless you're old and don't care yeah i think i think it is i think it's a practically pandas as well and if you if you love the first one or the lego batman movie or any of that you're gonna love this one and i think like i think anyone should see it i think you probably should see the first one first just because there is a lot of like you wouldn't really know what's going on if you hadn't seen it i don't think you need see it i think it's better if you see the first one first but i think if you uh see this movie you're not going to be completely lost yeah see the first one so you get some of the self-referential humor in it i guess so how this is going to work is that if you want to skip our spoiler section you can look at the time codes in the description and you can go on to what are you doing which is our final segment of the podcast so. don't listen to us if you haven't seen the movie don't listen to us if you haven't seen but the also movie. skip over this so you can keep listening to us and we can get those sweet sweet recommendations yeah all right see you soon people who didn't see the movie <laughs> all right let's get into spoilers huh yeah uh what do you want to talk about first um let's talk about uh Let's talk about the twists in it. The twists? Yeah. Uh, of which I... W- okay. So I saw the plot going, the whole, like, Momageddon thing. I saw the, that Yeah, coming. our Momageddon. Yeah, our Momageddon. Yeah, I think that... Um, I think, yeah. To explain, or I guess you probably know if you've seen it. If you're listening to this and you haven't watched it, just go watch it. But... <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, our Momageddon... Talking to you, Anna. Why are you still listening to this? <laughs> Go see the movie. Uh, our Momageddon is this. Uh, it's this event that they keep pr- they keep talking about in the movie, and it's like this big uh, Armageddon thing yeah. that they keep they keep predicting. And then it comes to, and it ends up being that in the real world, the kids are fighting over Legos and stuff, and then the mom tells them to like is like, if All you right, don't get along. You're, you gotta put your Legos in storage. Yeah, and then they end up just 
breaking the last straw and they have to put the Legos away. And so that's what Armageddon is. Yeah. And I think you're supposed to kind of see that if you're yeah. older. Um, I think I didn't, honestly, I didn't see Rex Danger. I didn't Danger either. Vest. Danger Vest. Danger, danger vest is that it yeah because yeah. he has a vest yeah rex danger vest um yeah uh rex danger vest who is the other chris pratt character in the movie who is basically a combination of all of chris pratt's other <laughs> other <laughs> movie just, roles i think one of the best parts of this movie were the raptors and oh, just yeah. all they're translating like i think my favorite line of theirs was like they're by like the water cooler and he's like what's the wi-fi password and he's like i don't know ask sharon yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's uh, just raptors <laughs> His uh, Rex Danger Vest is essentially he, like the few I remember is he's he's like galaxy defending, which is supposed to be like Star Lord. He's Raptor uh, a, Trainer. A Raptor Trainer likes Jurassic. His character in Jurassic World. Was there a Parks and Rec reference? I don't know. If I yes, can. there was. I'll, I'll get to that in a second. But he there was also uh, he was a cowboy like in the Magnificent Seven. Yep. Um, <laughs> so like he's just this combination of all these other Chris Pratt characters um he does mention at one point that he used to be he used to have a bunch of baby fat which is like chris pratt used oh, yeah, to be yeah, fat yeah, like yeah. on parks yeah. and rec um and so yeah it long story short basically it turns out that he is emmett from the future i guess or something yeah, and then he ends up being the villain because he's trying to get uh emmett from the past the present to change to be like him so lucy will like him and mm -hmm. yeah because at, at the beginning of the movie it's it's kind of it's when it when the world becomes an apocalypse uh like a desert apocalypse it uh emmett's like the only one that hasn't changed with the world and uh lucy's kind of like oh you, sh you should probably change. But then she realizes that she doesn't want him to change. Yeah. And she loves him for the way he is. And which so, I think you can see coming. Yeah. But the whole twist with Rex, Rex Danger Vest, I didn't see coming no. at all. I think that was good. Because <laughs> like, if you're not the villain, who is the villain? Yeah. I thought they towed that line really well. Because I was like, I wasn't uh, convinced that the the people the sisters Legos were like inherently evil and that yeah. I figured there was going to be some misunderstanding but I didn't think that they were going to have like another antagonist altogether yeah uh, any were there any other big twists in the movie um I don't think so I I mean Jimmy just briefly mentioned it but yeah the the aliens that you think are bad throughout the movie actually turned out to be good um but yeah that's I kind of predicted that yeah I think you can see that coming yeah I don't know. I think that's probably it for twists. Um, can we talk about the uh, references? Notably, <laughs> the Bruce Willis jokes <laughs> were so funny. We were dying in the theater. We were just laughing so hard because the first time you see Bruce Willis, he's like, yeah, I just spend a lot of time in vents or whatever. No, no that's the first time you see him. He's just in the uh, hot, hot tub. tub. That's yeah. right. Yeah, uh, there's, a, <laughs> there's, there's a point where Lucy takes off her hair um, and sh she like is bald or whatever and then mm -hmm. bruce willis and then she's like what am i like what do i look like bruce willis and then it shows a bruce willis minifigure like his character in die hard and he's he's just yeah. sitting in a hot tub and it's actually voiced by bruce willis which is great oh yeah but like every time they run into him in events and which is like several times he's just in all the events which of course <laughs> is a reference to die hard uh that's just really funny Oh, they talked about Back to the Future, which mm -hmm. is one of my favorite movies of all time. And he's like, oh, no, I'm getting uh, Rex Dangerfield. Oh, I'm getting Back to the Future. And he starts disappearing. <laughs> that was a good joke for uh, us older people. There was a Matrix reference. Mm -hmm. I feel like there was another um, specific movie res reference. Well, there was a few, like that time when he was building the time machine. Yeah, uh, he had, there was a few. There was Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. There was Doctor Who. Back to the uh, Future again the delorean yeah back to the future again um there was the time machine hot tub time machine. Hot that was <laughs> that good. was a pretty funny reference yeah um <laughs> yeah uh, there's just quite a few i mean there's the justice league the justice league is hilarious my man yeah. <laughs> jason <laughs> momo that was maybe that maybe made us laugh the hardest yeah was the <laughs> yeah there was the jason momoa aquaman was in it and Jeez. he says his eternal line from justice league my man my man <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty funny it's really funny i like how they 
continuously poke fun at just how stupid the Justice League is, or like, or how poorly like mm-hmm. Warner Bros. handled all that, which is kind of funny because this movie's made by Warner Bros. as well. Yes, and they're just like. Well, they messed it up, and they're like, even even that one line of dialogue, it's like, oh no, the Justice League's, Justice League's gone, and Marvel's not answering our calls, so we're screwed. <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like Deadpool making fun of the X Men universe, yeah. almost. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think I thought the references in this movie worked so well, were hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the jokes landed for me. Uh, only a few jokes didn't land for me. Uh, some of the stuff that I would say was the more negative aspect for me in this movie was like um, when they'd be in a scene, it'd be kind of serious, and then they'd cut away and do a little gag. Like if they're flying in a spaceship, it cuts to like the little two 2D view, and it's just like a little ship on a string or whatever. And oh, yeah. That kind of just took me out of the movie, kind of lost some of the steam mm-hmm. a little bit. In my opinion, what do you, what do you think about that? I don't really have an opinion on that. Okay. I, I thought, I'm sure the kids think that's funny, but yeah. it's whatever. Yeah. Well, it didn't really get any laughs. It just kind of yeah. was there. Um, I think <laughs> the Lego, like the Legos moving in the real life was really funny. It's yeah. Like a, okay. Yeah. That's they, something I want to talk about. They did <laughs> like, they did almost like. I don't, I don't know how to describe the animation they did for it, but they basically, like... It's like they attached them to strings and yeah. then just took out the strings. Like, it wasn't even, like, stop motion. It was yeah. just kind of, like, when, when the, <laughs> them together. Probably, uh, yeah, as Jimmy mentioned, it was kind of... It's probably more divisive, but when they cut to the real-world stuff, like, the Legos can kind of move <laughs> in the real some world. Some of them can, Yeah, some I of guess. them can, which is a little weird, but I, I was like, whatever. It's just, I, yeah. I don't care. Um, But... Yeah, when the Legos move in like the real world, they're they're they just move like actual Legos, do, like actual Lego minifigures do, and so they're just kind of like hopping around or like it's it's just very uh, uh, disjointed, I guess. Yeah, I thought that w- worked really well. It was, it was really it was funny. funny. <laughs> um, what did you think of this? Like some of the scenes with just the people and not the Legos. They're fine. I thought, yeah. What did you think of the bit? The bit, uh, the bit with their stepping on the Legos multiple <laughs> times. I thought that was pretty funny. I thought if they had gone one more, it wouldn't have been yeah, funny. I, but they, d- yeah, the mom at uh, one point in the movie steps on Legos <laughs> twice and, and, and does it twice in a row. Compares it to the bane of childbirth. The uh, mom played by Maya Rudolph. Yeah, yeah. Which I think, I just thought that was like very self self referential meta humor that worked really well the mm-hmm. stepping in legos which is a universal <laughs> experience for parents and that and that i think was the biggest laugh from the parents of the kids in the yeah, crowd I was agree. the stepping on legos <laughs> <laughs> something we've all gone through <laughs> terrible um yeah anything else you want to add um before we call it on this review i feel like there should be um yeah, I don't know. It's it's just very funny. It's really uh, funny. Yeah, and I I don't like like there's some jokes I remember but I just don't want to like spoil them. I I mean, I know this is a spoiler section, yeah. but if you're listening to this and haven't heard it, um yeah, I aside from the references, there's just a lot of other really good jokes in it too. I thought Oh, uh, the uh, um, Surfer Dan. Surfer Dan. Surfer, uh, Surfer Dan. No, I'm Chainsaw Dan now. That was really funny. And then he's Chainsaw Dan. Oh, no. I'm Burg- it's Purgatory Dan now. <laughs> goes into the- oh, one of the other jokes. Okay, I really... So, um, when there's at the beginning of the movie when they're doing like the Mad Max Fury Road chase yeah that's so yeah, funny it's like just, it's just like straight up a rip off of Mad Max Fury Road and they got like all these vehicles <laughs> the guy, there's the yeah. one guy <laughs> there's like this guy who like I don't, he was creature. like yeah he was like a creature he was like driving one of the cars and one one of the cars gets destroyed he's like still running <laughs> and like the the guy who was like whipping him is still whipping him and then the creature's just like hey you don't need to whip me anymore janet or something like that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's that it's was so good. funny it's just randomly in there too i yeah. like the little call they're going through like the dimension or whatever and it's like a callback to 2001 a space odyssey yeah that was really funny i was when they i went, wish they would have gone a little bit farther with that joke i i wish that they when they went through the door it had done like a twilight zone yeah I, yeah, that's what i like, thought yeah. they were gonna do but yeah they go through like a door in space and i figured it was gonna be a twilight zone 
reference. Yeah. Alas, it was not. Oh, well. Who's your favorite character in this movie? Um, hmm. I'm trying to think who I laughed the most at. Probably Batman or Rex. Yeah, I thought... Yeah, both of them. I thought I thought the characters, the chemistry between them worked really well. Mm-hmm. There weren't any characters I didn't like, I don't no. think. Maybe the ice cream guy didn't add anything for me. He yeah, just was like, you're annoying. Oh, the banana was pretty <laughs> banana <laughs> the There's guy. a banana character. <laughs> who can't walk. <laughs> and they just keep making fun of making <laughs> the scene where he's like, this is my nightmare. He's like having that mental breakdown. Yeah, he just I, keeps at first, slipping I, on his I own I didn't peel. think it was funny, like... Like when he keeps slipping or whatever, and he like it, that scene where he's having his breakdown. At first, it wasn't funny for me at all, and then it just kept going a little bit, and he just got more and more <laughs> upset. He's like, "This is my nightmare!" He just starts kind of screaming, then and I he just, sounds like that too. It yeah. kind of sounds like that scream. I'm gonna do it this time. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> the poor guy can't walk. Yeah, just that's like, pretty good. <laughs> it's kind of just tasteless, but it's really funny at the same time. But he's sure is tasty because he's a banana. He's a banana. Get Speaking your of tasty, I'm hungry. Oh, well, it's about that time in the podcast when Holden takes out food. And, oh, he's got two pieces of pizza in a Ziploc bag. Pepperoni, it looks like. Pizza mm-hmm. Hut. Pizza Hut. All right, you guys ready for this? Oh, boy. Mmm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, this pepperoni pizza is really good. Mm. So, so Holden, <laughs> uh, how would you rank the Lego movies as of right now? I know well, neither of us have. He's just tossing pepperonis all over the place. Mm. Uh, I know you haven't seen uh, Ninjago. Neither of us have, but apparently that's the one that is least probably good. the worst. Uh, so, where do the other three rank for you? Um, I think. Probably Lego Batman movies the lowest. Like they're all re- out of the three I've seen, they're all really good. So that's hard. Mm-hmm. None of them are none of them are even close to bad. But Lego movie or Lego Batman movie is probably lowest, and then this one and Lego movie. I would say Lego movie, the first one, is lowest for me. <laughs> then Lego Batman and this one, I think, is the best one. Uh, oh. But all three of them, I think, are very good. If you liked any of them, uh, this one was a definite must-watch for me. So, mm-hmm. with that, should we go on to uh, what are you doing? Yeah. All right, let's go on to what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? No. What are you doing? What are you doing? No. What are you doing? What are you doing? Okay, Alden, what are you doing other than <laughs> eating pizza live mm. on our podcast? So good. Cold pizza is good. Um, okay, cold pizza or hot pizza, which is better? Cold pizza, although it depends on the place. I disagree. Hot pizza is better. What is your favorite fast food pizza place? Because um, you're eating Pizza Hut Does that right have to be now. like a national chain? Yeah. Um, and, well, you can get both. All right. I'm still going to go fast food for both, but um, favorite national chain, probably Domino's. Domino's, right? Um, favorite kind of more local chain back in Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, picking Valentino's Pizza. Valentino's, interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, anyway, uh, what have I been doing this week? I have been continuing my watching of romantic movies. Any good ones? Any highlights? Any lowlights, perhaps? Oh, yes. Um, probably my favorite one I've seen uh, so far is one called Eagle vs. Shark. Eagle vs. Shark. Um, and it's better than it sounds. It's. I uh, bet it's better than Michael Phelps vs. Shark. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, folks? Yeah, get that animal planet or discovery or whatever it was on. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> what were they? Ex- what were people expecting? Were people Michael expecting Phelps racist CGI ab- shark? Absolutely. Or like, do do people actually think he was gonna race the shark? Oh, I never believed it. I was like, that's not gonna happen. Anyway, eagle versus shark. Sharks are faster than people at swimming. People. Yeah, it's stupid if you think otherwise. Eagle versus shark. And Michael Phelps was too old for Let that. Let me talk. He should have done that <laughs> in two thousand eight. Back in Beijing. Yeah. Mm. Um, All right. 
Eagle versus Shark. Eagle versus Shark, directed by Taika Waititi. Okay. Very, I very big fan of his, and the more I see of his, the more I like him. Um, so I need to watch his stuff because I haven't yet, and I've heard only great things. So. Yeah, New Zealand humor. If you love like just deadpan and like awkward humor, it's so good. And <laughs> like this movie was one of his first movies he ever made, um, and it's a romantic comedy. It's one of the most awkward movies you'll ever see, but it's like a good kind of awkward. You won't like be, you won't be really cringing. It's just like is the two funny? main characters are just like very weird people. Is it funnier than the Lego movie? Uh, I think there was probably a couple. There was maybe one or two jokes I laughed at more than anything in the Lego movie, but I think the Lego movie was consistently funnier. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, that's been good. Start any, any I, terrible movies. Uh, Did you watch Brokeback Mountain yet? Not yet. Not yet. That's, that's yeah, coming I'm not up. looking forward to. I don't think we've watched anything really bad yet. Uh, we're halfway through When Harry Met Sally. Uh, is, classic. That, is that one the one where he's like, uh, the lady's like, I'll have what she's having? Yeah, okay. that's that one. Yep. Um, yeah, Look halfway, up that scene if you don't know it. Yeah. Classic. That's a classic. Um, yeah, uh, started watching Cloak and Dagger, which is kind of boring. I'm just like I'm trying to keep up. It's a Marvel series. Yeah, that's the one with. Yeah, that doesn't look good to me. Why are you it, watching that? I'm watching just You're to keep just up a with Marvel stuff. I'm a Marvel fanboy. Fan okay, Holden. I'm watching it and it's sell out. It, it airs on free. Richard Nixon <laughs> and his three hats would be very disappointed <laughs> in you, Holden. Executive order, you're fired. It's it's airs on Freeform, so which it's used to be ABC, ABC Family, so it's. It's like a teen drama with superpowers, and it's kind of boring. It's like not. E- it's not even like. Freeform is only. Freeform slash ABC Family is only good for Harry Potter weekend. Change my mind. Okay. Tweet at us at Tom Podcast. You will not have a better reason. But I'm like six episodes in, and there's ten episodes, so I'm just gonna finish it. And you're a slave to Marvel, just like you're a slave to me in this podcast. Yeah. Robin. I really am. I'm watching King of the Hill too, but no, whatever. That's no. ongoing. That'll be ongoing for a while. Anyway, what about you, Jimmy? Well, I caught up in uh, Family Guy uh, to like the most recent episode. Pretty, pretty funny. This recent, this uh, newest season. Well, I think I'm they, they, f- I'm sure. I think they had like a little bit of a lull uh, the last couple seasons. But I think uh, there's been a lot of stuff this season, which is really funny. There's, <laughs> there's a bit where they're like, this is like the tight, this is like the Titanic movie or. Uh, Al Gore narrating the Titanic. It's like these people are like, oh no, it's an iceberg. And Al Gore is like, there was an iceberg. <laughs> but because of climate change, the iceberg was just a mere little ice cube. <laughs> and the Titanic goes over and just, and it's just fine and everybody lives. <clears throat> it's pretty funny. I butchered it. I couldn't find it on YouTube, so I thought I might as well just spoil it here okay. on the podcast. But if you watch it, pretty funny. Lately, uh, there are some jokes that, of course, don't land, but that's Family Guy. It's uh, it's, you win some, you lose some. Playing some more Limbo, almost done with that. I'm about 80% of the way done. We saw Black Klansman the other night, last night, to be sure. Same here. Yeah, it was our second viewing of it. I think it was better the second time, I would say. Mm -hmm. Uh, Holds up. It's funny. Uh, It's one of those, uh, it's gotten to the point, it's at the point now for me, where if it won Best Picture, I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I would say so too. I, it's a good, it's it's a pretty good movie. So. Yeah, and I'd watch it again someday. Mm-hmm. I think, but after the first time watching, it, I was like, yeah, I don't need to see that again. But after the second time, I'm like, I could go for it again. It's a pretty good movie. Uh, Spike Lee, you did a good job. It's pretty funny too. Uh, I also watched Creep Two, not to be <laughs> messed up with in my mind with Creed Two. Very different movies. Creep. Is are the um, movies on Netflix? They're like these found footage kind of weird, borderline horror, but not really awkward. You don't know if, whether to be to laugh, to feel awkward, or to be scared. And uh, I would recommend Creep. It's the first one. It's about eighty minutes on uh, Netflix. It's free, so you might as well watch it. Uh, you're either gonna really like it, or you're gonna probably hate it, or you're gonna be holding. You're gonna be somewhat in between. No, I liked it. You liked it? I didn't didn't think it was, like, great. Yeah, I really liked it. Second one is probably better, but I wasn't as entertained by it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Uh, You have anything else to say, Holman, before Uh, we wrap up here? uh, No, not really. (laughs) (laughs) 
That pizza was good. Just finished it. For those of you listening to the audio. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. All right. Well, that's it. <laughs> that was a pepperoni burp. <laughs> so, yeah, that's good. Oh, no. I, I thought it was happening again. I totally forgot about the video. <laughs> Oops. We're just not going to have a video version. Second hey, week in a row. Hey, so for those of you still listening, I said there was going to be a video version of the podcast, but I totally just re- forgot to record with the camera. So next week is going to be the first <laughs> video when we review <laughs> how to train your dragon. Is that it? I think so. Let me let me look it up. I have a computer in front of me, so I can look up whether or not how to train your dragon, the hidden world. And I'll sing background music while you're doing it. <laughs> Yep, it comes out this weekend. This coming weekend. So, um, I haven't seen any of them. I'm going to have to catch up. Or not. Maybe I'll just go into it not knowing anything. We'll probably review that next week, so go out and see it in yeah. the theaters if you can. We'll do non-spoiler and spoiler review. And uh, I think that'll wrap it up for wow. us this week wow. we really we really improved the time we really did you didn't we, we you're, didn't re- you're welcome we didn't really drag on on anything so i'm kind of kind of happy with that unlike those dragons in game of thrones and or how to train your dragon. dragon you've had three movies come on learn how to train your why dragon. have they not trained enough <laughs> dragons yet why is there still a hidden world full of dragons <laughs> <laughs> you've had three movies what are you doing <laughs> Richard Nixon's wearing three hats, and one of them is upside down, and one of them is on his hand. (laughs) (laughs) No one's going to think that joke's funny. Except for us. Uh, Well, uh, that'll conclude this episode once again. I'm going to say it again. We're going to finish. We really pieced together that Lego movie review. Am I right? I get it. (laughs) You you get it? I get it. You get it. (laughs) It's like Legos because you build them. You have any? Catch- you understand it out there, viewers? Legos, you put them together, just like we pieced this together. We really laid the foundation for the next one. Yeah. Do you have any good catchy catchphrase? Uh, nah. <laughs> Please listen to us again. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, once again, check out our Twitter page at Tom Podcast. T O M P P O D K. You know how to spell podcast, and I just said K. That podcast is not spelled with a K. It's kind of redundant because it's Tomp Podcast. That one podcast. Would be podcast, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Macaulay, Macaulay, Culkin, Culkin. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up. Macaulay, Macaulay, Culkin. Wait, Macaulay, 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 Macaulay Culkin, Culkin. That's his legal name now. What a time to be alive. Uh, also, check out our Facebook page, That One Movie Podcast. And uh, check in a buck at Patreon if you feel like it. You don't have to. We certainly know how to mooch off society. Yeah, we do. <laughs> um, and in the words of Abraham Lincoln, why are my kids dying all the time? <laughs> <laughs> They're all dead. <laughs> uh, we'll get you on the flippity flip, listeners. All right. Share us with your friends, but not in the weird way. See you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. That's Nightly News for this Wednesday night. I'm Tom Brokaw, and I'll see you along the way. So thanks for the memory of Brokaw's expertise that enhances NBC's. We know he'll climb in any time. He does it in a breeze. And we thank him so much. Tom, good luck. Hope you stay awake till 7 p.m.